This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 28. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely wonderful and fantastic. I highlighted such a great book this week. Oh my gosh. At first I thought it was going to be like an easier sort of read because there wasn't as much research and studies documented within this book. But as it turns out, oh my gosh, while I was taking my notes and doing my mind map for this book, it ended up being like the longest blog post and the longest show notes that I've created. So I don't even know how that happened. But anyway, okay. So this week, this book that I highlighted is called Life Loves You. It's seven spiritual practices to heal your life. And is by no other than Louise Hay and Robert Holden. Okay, this book is so fantastic on so many levels. I'm going to jump into it and highlight it for you. But first of all, welcome. If this is your first time on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. I, I really appreciate your listening. All your reviews that you're writing mean so much to me and they keep me going and keep me motivated. Although I am pretty addicted to reading. So even if I wasn't doing this little podcast, I definitely would be still reading like mad. But oh my gosh, thank you so much for your support support and all your reviews and your subscribing. It really, really does make a difference in this show and keeps me going. So please continue to do that. Anyway, if this is your first time here, thank you so much for joining us. This is where I highlight books in 15 minutes or less, although you'll notice that usually I go a little over 15 minutes (laughs) and I try to suck out all the actionable nuggets within these books so that you can apply them to your life instantaneously. So the books I highlight are all related to self-help, positive psychology, and well-being. And I, as I said, I try to suck out as much information as I can, but I always recommend if something sparks your interest or you want to delve in a little deeper to go and support the author and obviously purchase the book because ultimately they put so much effort and so much, uh, blood, sweat, and tears into creating these books for us. So they're fantastic and so great to support the authors. All right, let's jump right into this one. Life loves you. Oh my gosh. It sounds so nice. Just hearing the name of it. And uh, it's such a positive way to look at things. So Louise Hay and Robert Holden, they take us through the lens that life doesn't just happen to us. It actually happens for us. And just that shift in mindset is such a wonderful light way of looking at things. So they deep dig deep into the power of love, um, the nature of reality. And they also dig into um, that the world is a friendly universe and that at the heart of, you know, all of this is really, it's looking at life in a different mindset and looking at it like that life does love you and uh, looking at life with your heart and uh, the heart of who you really are. Um, so yeah, so it's filled with stories and meditations and prayers and exercises for you. Um, so if you do want to delve deeper into the book, I do recommend purchasing it. it has a lot of wonderful little usable tools, but I'm going to suck out as many as I can for you here. Okay, so they basically give 
give us practical philosophy um, based tools. So it's all about spiritual practices and things that we can integrate into our life. And as you know, in positive psychology, one of the elements of uh, happiness, and according to Sonia Libernowski, and I can never say her name that right, um, Libernowski, okay, I'm hoping I'm saying her name right, um, that she wrote the book of The How of Happiness and uh, The Myths of Happiness. And um, one of her uh, strategies for happiness is spirituality and practicing spirituality. So what a fantastic tool this book is to really heighten that category for us. Okay. So the first part of the book is all about looking in the mirror. And uh, she talks, all. they talk, I'm going to say that a lot because there's two authors here. So they talk a lot about um, practicing the how of self-love. So and it's so funny because she referred to it as kissing the mirror. Um, so you can only see uh, when you stop judging is what she says. So she really, and they're really emphasizing here um, that we form the habit of self-judging. And I don't know about you, but you know, sometimes that voice comes into my head, that gremlin, or um, sometimes it's like, you know, I'm not rich enough, or I'm not smart enough, or I get that imposter syndrome. I'm lining up interviews with all these amazing authors coming up. And sometimes I like sit back and go, oh my gosh, are they going to want to come on my show? Are they going to want to speak with me? Like, and uh, so there's that self doubt that kind of creeps in or that judgment. Um, So it's all about really looking in the mirror and just letting life love you. And just really uh, exercising self-love as one of the tools that can help you. All right. So it's all about looking in the mirror and removing the habit of self-judgment. Um, some of the statements that we might say is, I'm not rich enough. I'm not thin enough. Um, I'm sure you've created your own and <laughs> we all have that those, that those voices in our head. So the idea is um, that we have this myth of inadequacy. And within her book, and their book rather, um, they're talking about that it comes from this basic fear of, I am not lovable. Um, and this, the basic truth, however, and the counteraction to this is I am lovable. So when you do this mirror work or when you're looking into the mirror, it's all about, um, switching your perspective to the mindset of I am lovable. Um, so she talked about practicing mirror, the, the mirror principle, and this is how we can put this Uh, spiritual practice into practice. And uh, she said, just be aware of your relationship with yourself and also recognize that um, it's a reflection of all the people in your life. So what happens is, is the relationship with yourself uh, is the most important relationship. And that's why it's basically this first principle here of practicing um, the how of self-love. She also talked about the mirror and not, not just looking in the mirror, like your mirror in your washroom, but noticing that your world reflects and mirrors how it is that you're feeling about yourself or how it is that what's going on on the inside of you. Um, so your mirror is going to show how you're suffering and also how you can heal. It gives you an opportunity. So, um, the idea is to stop judgment and just using your world as a tool to help you heal and to notice where you're suffering and let that this mirror reflect your self image of who you are and what you identify with. So for example, you know, um, if we're identifying with the statement, I am a victim, then you're going to see the world, see the world through fear and defensiveness. You're going to feel, um, you're a victim. So you're going to look for evidence of feeling, um, that you're going to be 
victimized or that you're going, you're going to be defensive because you don't want, you don't want to be a victim. Um, so she's really, uh, they're really emphasizing this idea of looking at your world as a reflection of what's going on inside you. And then that's where the real work is. So, um, so she's, they're mentioning the most effective way, uh, to change your psychology is to change your mind about yourself first. And that's where it comes. uh, That's where self-love comes in and that the real change in your life is going to come from you doing the work on yourself. So stop judging yourself and just see how lovable you really are. I love the way they put that in their book. So see yourself beautiful. And, um, and the way that they said it in their book was, was quite nice is like, um, basically like, Hey kid, you know, I'm, I'm with you here today. I'm with you. Like, it's like, um, talk to yourself in a positive way, love yourself on a deep level, and then just notice how your the world around you is going to reflect that self-love. So um, it's, it's all about becoming a true friend to yourself. And the affirmation, because you know Louise Hay is all about laugh, affirmations, um, the affirmation that she suggests is, I'm willing to let life love me today. And that's beautiful. Okay, so we're going to move on to actually the next uh, spiritual practice that you can use to help heal your life and let life love you is uh, affirming your life. And she talked about the 10 dots and I'll get to the 10 dots in a second. Okay. So affirming your life is all about, um, healing the ego's basic fear. So within their book, they're talking about, um, you're radiantly intelligent and you are, um, a beautiful person and you just have to follow your passion and find that inner voice. And so we sometimes uh, basically suffer in our psychology when, um, we're, you know, delving into fear or we're kind of entertaining doubt. And so the thoughts that, came up or the thoughts that come up for us basically prevent, present the reality in our life. And then they create the reality. So what their suggestion is to dwell in possibility. So ask yourself, what is one good thing that could happen if I judged myself less? And so it's all about you removing that judgment and just letting go of that basic fear and uh, recognizing your intelligence and affirming what's going great in your life and just uh, noticing the thoughts that come up on a regular basis because your thoughts of yesterday created your today. So the thoughts of today are creating your tomorrow. So the reality is, is we want to have good thoughts while we're here in this present moment so that we can um, can men- enjoy the moment we're in, but also have wonderful things come to us in the future. So they're basically stating that you need to take control of your thinking because you can choose your thoughts and therefore you can shift the world that you're in. You can shift that thinking that the world is against me or thinking, you know, that thinking of I'm a victim or whatever it is, you can shift that thinking and then your world is going to show up differently. You're going to perceive the world in a very, very different way. So this is powerful. And as we know, you know, we have this attention bias and, um, and in positive psychology. So there is science behind this actually. And what we put our, what we, uh, put our attention on is what we notice. And so this is powerful. So affirmations work in that same way. And one of the exercises that they suggested in their book was called the 10 dots. And I love this one. Okay. So you're going to have dots all over your house. (laughs) Okay. So find some stickers or find some dots. And what you do is you go around your house and you just put 
10 dots in random places where you're going to see them throughout the day. And so because your mind is influenced by your experiences um, of the world, so your mind actually influences rather experiences in your world, we want to create every possibility and we want to look for every possibility. So we want to use affirmations to really help us in the present moment, create the reality that we want to be in. So uh, this 10 dot concept is that you put dots all over uh, one in your car, wherever it is, you're going to see it. And every time you see this dot, you say your affirmation. So what I recommend and what she rec- they recommended rather in their book is to you start with the affirmation, life loves, life loves me. And you say it in the first person. So life loves me. So every time you go around your house, you know, you see the dot and it reminds you to say life loves me. And then what's going to happen is you're going to end up noticing in your experience, in your world, that you'll find evidence that supports that. Okay. So that's really great. So, um, uh, so it's a powerful tool and try that dot thing. And then, but and then what you could do is, you know, she, they're recommending in their book to try it for seven days and then it's pick a new affirmation. So you can use your own affirmations and use your own dot system as an experiment. Okay. So that's the number two. And then, so number three, uh, spiritual practice to help heal your life is to follow your joy. I love this one. And, um, is all about trusting your inner guidance and listening to that voice inside you is so important. And, um, the, what they called it in their book, they called it, listen to your inner ding. So it's like ding dong, <laughs> like inside your body, your inner ding. So we're infused with like natural wisdom. We are more wise than we realize. We already have within us everything that we need. And it's amazing that sometimes we just have to pay attention to what is bringing us joy and what it is that we really want. So following your own inner guidance system is so powerful. And that way we always show up the way we want to, right? If we're trying to be something we're not, then our our life isn't going to feel good. Um, So yeah, so within their book, they're saying to say to yourself, tell me what I need to know today. And then listen for the answer. That's powerful. You know, you wake up, you look in the mirror, tell me what I need to know today. And it's amazing how you're going to get answers <laughs> and, but you have to really listen. Uh, that's, uh, the, that's amazing work. Okay. So it's all about finding your joy. So love who you are and say yes to the, the so what are you saying yes to that inner guidance system? So You want to trust that you're a wise person. Yes, you are. <laughs> Don't let that self doubt creep in. So trust that you're a wise person and, and listen. And they called it within their book, the sacred yes. And that's that gut instinct of what you want to say yes to and what really excites you, what really drives you just following that joy. So saying yes is like a willingness to show up and it's an openness to journey. It's an openness to, you know, having an open mind. So, um, what comes to mind for me is that movie, yes, man. (laughs) And he literally says yes to everything, but so many opportunities come his way because he is saying yes to everything. All right. But there is, you know, there is some, but you have to have that gut, that, that yes, that gut instinct of that sacred yes and follow your joy. Okay. So she talked about practicing an, uh, an affirmation board. 
And um, this is basically what you do is you create a board or a picture or a post, like one page. And um, it's not just about what you want to get or have in your life. It's all about um, creating this board so you can better see and know what you're saying yes to. So what you'll do is um, put on this board and just use this board as a self-portrait. It represents everything that you say yes to on one page. So you want to listen for this sacred yes within you, all of them. So not your shoulds, you know, not what your mom thinks you should do, not what your, you know, your husband tells you what you should do. These are all your sacred yeses. And uh, don't focus on having or getting that, that is, um, that's not what the point is of this exercise. This exercise is, you know, following your joy and coming up with this affirmation board of everything that you want to say yes to. And, um, it's so powerful. So the key is to express yourself here. There's no, no right or wrong. Just make sure that your board is, uh, everything that you want to say yes to today and not necessarily in the future, just follow your joy. What, and you know what, you could do this board, um, one month down the road and it's going to be a little bit different. So it's actually a really fun exercise. Okay. So the next, um, part of this, so next of the seven spiritual practices to help heal your life, all about life, loving you, uh, is forgiving the the past. And this one's so hard. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard. Um, but forgiveness is not for the person that, um, has troubled you. It's more for you. It's for your reclaiming your, uh, original innocence. It's for reclaiming your peace. And so it's letting go of anything that might be holding you back from moving forward in the future. So, um, so it's all about reclaiming that original innocence. And when I use the word innocence, um, we'll get to it actually, but, uh, it's really neat how they, how they, they uh, worded this word in innocence within their book. So they're suggesting that we ask ourselves, who would I be without this story um, in my head? Or who would I be without this unworthiness? Um, so they're talking all about claiming your innocence, which means unconditional self, your unconditional self. So innocence being, there's no judgment there. Um, there's, there's no story. It's just, you're, it's back to the innocence, go back to that self. And uh, it's really, they're talking that it's really, really important and it's really creating a healing uh, for yourself. And there's no ego there. So it's reclaiming that original innocence. I love the way they put that. Okay. Also love your inner child and you will find your innocence again. So cease all judgment they're talking about and uh, stop the statements like I'm not good enough. I'm bad, or there's something wrong with me and just forgive all around. So forgiving, let go, forgiving yourself, forgiving your parents, forgiving your grievances, forget forgiving, you know, all the things that might have uh, not been in your mind um, a successful or a good experience. So just letting it go. And so their book is all about spreading love from the inside out. And that's what this forgiveness is all about. So they also, um, when you do this, when you let this go, they're saying that it stops the cycle of fear, judgment, pain, guilt, revenge, and attack. And it's funny because I used to have this big problem with forgiveness because I 
I thought it was kind of like condoling behavior, but I really realized fast that this forgiveness actually is not for that person. It's for yourself. It gives you a sense of peace and an ability to move on from and not dwell or ruminate in that moment. So it goes back. Yes. Go back to that place of innocence, that inner child with no judgment and just love. Okay. So she talked about practicing the forgiveness scale and that's where you put, you think of the scale as zero to a hundred percent. And then you choose the person to focus on or the situation or yourself or others that uh, you want to focus on. You take a few breaths, you get in a quiet place in your mind and you ask yourself from a scale of zero to a hundred percent, how much have I forgiven this person or how much have I forgiven myself? And then then investigate how does that number affect your life? And then what you try to do is slide the scale and you take a number. So you increase the percentage. So you take that number and you, you up it, up the percentage. And then you state to yourself, am I willing to forgive this person to a higher percentage? And then you go as high as you can and every step will help you let go. And it helps you experience healing and grace. And it actually inspires others to maybe do the same thing. Okay. So that is powerful. Okay. So love is such a healing power is what they're talking about within their book. Okay. So the next spiritual practice is all about being grateful now. And, um, she talks about, as you can, a lot of, um, these spiritual tips fall under, you know, the strategies for happiness and well-being and subjective well-being, such as gratitude, forgiveness, uh, and yeah, just pretty powerful stuff here. Okay. So the next one is being grateful now. So cultivating, um, when you're grateful, you're able to cultivate basic trust. So you expect good things to come. The more you're grateful for things and you exercise gratitude, the more you're going to cultivate this idea and this basic trust is what they're saying, because you trust good things will come to you because you're noticing good things. So um, they're suggesting that you ask yourself, uh, what am I grateful for today? And that gratitude opens your eyes to new ways of seeing things and kind of trust life again and feel like life does love you. (laughs) Um, So notice the gifts of everything around you. So gratitude literally halts judgment. It stops it in its track. You can't can't, um, be judgmental and and, uh, negative in the exact same space that you're being grateful and exercising gratitude. It just doesn't work. Uh, Try it. (laughs) It'll be funny. Uh, Okay, so listen and observe... um, to others with love and gratitude. Listen and observe your thinking with love and gratitude and notice that uh, life does love you. So gratitude really expands your awareness. It trains your vision. It trains what you're focusing on, what you're noticing. We have that reticular activating system part in our brain that um, basically has that bias where we look for evidence of what it is that we're thinking. And uh, so, yeah, it really does train your vision, what you're looking at, your perception. And it is also a spiritual practice of gratitude and just appreciation. Uh, It also supports that idea and the concept of basic trust. And it also brings you back to now the present moment, the one that you're in. Um, So yeah, so here we go. So that is a wonderful, they basically are saying exercising daily gratitude. You can do it in your journal. You can appreciate every moment. So every moment you look for new, wonderful opportunities and become, you know, more, more of who you are. So when you're 
you're grateful for the person that you are, the person that you're showing up as, uh, the more you're going to bring out that wonderful person that you are, uh, the more you appreciate and are grateful for the great people around you and all the support and love that's around you, the more you'll see all these wonderful, great people and opportunities in your life. So give thanks for your life. And this gratitude is a wonderful way to help take you in the direction of love. And definitely it's what instantaneously is a pick you up and definitely makes you feel happier and your subjective well-being increases as well. All right, so it also increases awareness of good all around you, and it connects you to that basic truth that you are lovable. I am lovable is your affirmation. Okay, so the next spiritual uh, practice that helps heal your life and all about life loving you is learning to receive. This is so hard. Why is it so hard? (laughs) Um, It's hard to ask and receive um, love and be open to receiving gifts and support. Um, I don't know about you. Sometimes it's really hard for me to ask for help. So this is is a challenging one personally for me, but um, it's amazing how people love to support and help you and also... um, receiving compliments is another one that's a little tricky for me, but, um, when you take in and receive that and open to receiving, it's amazing that you feel really, really blessed and that you're, it kind of will contribute to building yourself up and building that trust and feeling and noticing that life does love you. Um, and so just being open to that. So there are so many gifts and this is the way that they put it in their book. There are so many gifts still unopened. (laughs) So practice, is noticing, um, they called it the already principle. So notice how you're already blessed in your life and notice, um, every single moment that you are already in a place of abundance and receiving gifts and, um, that your gifts are all around you. And, um, so they also talked about, Receiving is one of the purest levels of being open and receptive to your true nature, to who you are, and just being open to the person that you are, the people that are around you. And um, it's, it's, uh, they also, uh, sorry, they also mentioned it's all about self acceptance. So affirm this is your affirmation I am open and receptive to my highest good. So you're worthy of receiving support. You're worthy of all the um, gratitude others are expressing to you. Okay, so they talked about practicing a receiving journal. So spending 15 minutes a day for about seven days a week and just write down your response to this sentence. Ready? (laughs) This is one I have to work on. So one way life is loving me right now is dot, dot, dot. You fill it in. So you keep um, responding to that sentence. One way life is loving me right now is, and um, they're suggesting that you don't edit it. You just let it flow. One way life is supporting me right now and fill it out, fill it out, fill it out. And that's kind of bringing up gratitude too, right? Okay. So the next one, the seven of the last one, uh, spiritual practices to help heal your life and to find evidence of life loving you is to heal your future. So blessing the world. So, um, the whole, this whole book, you can tell it has a real feel of love and choosing love over fear. And the theme without this book has also been like, um, that every thought you're kind of creating your future. So all your thoughts are so powerful. So it's all about kind of managing your metacognition, thinking about you're thinking. And also 
projection is making perception. So projection, what you're thinking about and projecting is how you're perceiving your world. So if you want to feel like life loves you and that you love life, it goes both ways. So the idea is, is that, um, so the whole thing is all about self-love, mirroring yourself and knowing, looking in the world of what it is that, how you're showing up and how the world is responding to you and what you're noticing. Oh my gosh, it's so deep, isn't it? So if you're thinking that the world is an unfriendly universe, then you're going to find evidence that the world is unfriendly and that it's going to affect your future. Uh, so the idea is, is to exercise this self-love and to exercise, um, um, gratitude and appreciating all those around you so that you can move forward in a, 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 a positive future and feel like life loves you. So um, fear is going to show up for us in a world where we feel like, you know, it's an unfriendly universe. So this shift is all about shifting to a place of love. So we decide which we want. Do we want uh, fear to show up? show us one world or do we want love to show us another world is how they put it in their book. I love that. So no, we want, we want, we want, we like, we want to choose the world that is full of love. I'm sure. All right. So, uh, that's wonderful. So they did the exercise that they did suggest or the practice is about blessing the world. So basically Say to yourself that life loves me and I love life. So it goes back and forth both ways. And then they're also suggesting to bless yourself, bless your loved ones, bless your neighborhood, bless your enemies, and just bless the world in general. And that'll help heal the future, your future, as well as, you know, the whole entire world. Holy cow, this book was actually wonderful. It has so many wonderful tools for spiritual practice. And I know it's a different kind of book than I've highlighted in the past. So let me know what you think, of course. But the summary basically is that life loves you. It really takes you to the heart of who you are. So you showing up fully, it explores your relationship with the world. And it asks deep questions about, you know, the nature of reality and the reality that you're creating for yourself. It's also all about, you know, our purpose in life is to be a loving mirror to the world. So um, our world is going to show up how we're showing up. So really look at it as a reflection of who you are and what you're putting out. Um, so those seven spiritual practices are the mere principle, affirming your life, following your joy, forgiving your past, being grateful now, and learning to receive and healing the future. That was such a fantastic book. I hope you got a lot out of it. Please private message me if you have any suggestions or other books that you'd like me to highlight. I really do value it. You can swing on over if you want more in-depth information about this book. I have my mind maps, my in the book club, I have a full, um, all written version of this entire highlight of this book. If you want more information, uh, go over to my website at andreaseidel.com and follow me all on my social media too. And then don't forget to private message me. You can reach me at live life happy underscore AS on Instagram and uh, private message me there. Any books that you'd like me to highlight. Um, there's so many fantastic, or if there's an author you'd like me to interview, uh, that would be great too. I just want to hear from you. Make sure that I'm, I'm following along with the things that you'd like me to highlight. And I really value you as a listener and thank you so much again for everything, everyone, and have a beautiful day. 
If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.